0: Hello and welcome to Bleeding Blue. This week, we are going to be quickly going through some of our favorite recent played games against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers because the Giants play a football game tonight at 830. We are recording on game day, releasing an episode on game day, which is exciting. We've never done that before. So snacks, without further ado, let's relive some of the glory days for the New York football Giants and let's bleed blue. Snacks, 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 snacks. How are you?
1: I'm okay. I don't have much of a voice, but
0: oh, why? What were you doing?
1: Um, so this weekend I was uh, I did some karaoke with my friends. Not like actually oh, wh- karaoke, but
0: you what? What song or songs are your go-to karaoke songs? I have a uh,
1: few. Number one is "White Wedding" by Billy Idol nice you know, that is number 1 um and then you get the killers in there you go mr brightside when when you were young um you know s- s- simple stuff like that but then we then we start diving into the to the to the Bruce Springsteen and, and and that stuff so um yeah it's why i have no voice and you know i'm not mad about it but it is what it is what was that I song know, that you I sang know. for
0: the the BDGE awards every breath you yes. take yeah i nailed that That was beautiful. I I may. I said I wasn't going to do editing. I may put that at the end of the show. Again, I've done it before. I've done it before as like that would be like the concluding song. I think I'm going to forever do that.
1: (sighs) You hate me, don't you?
0: I do it. I do it because I love you. Snacks. Breaking news. I heard from an inside. No, actually. No, I didn't hear. You're my inside source you have some breaking news. You got a call from a giant insider while you were recording Bagels and Locks this past weekend. Correct. And what was that news that you received?
1: Yeah, I was told not to tell anybody, but since I already aired it on the YouTube waves, I figured I might as well do it for our listeners here, right? Um, so, apparently... And this guy hits at a 100% accuracy rate, so you have to believe what he says. Um, it's not appa- incarcerated, Bob. It's not, no. It is not him. Uh, apparently... An old friend at halftime during the Giants Buccaneers game tonight is gonna make his way back onto the field. Um sounding like Eli Manning is going to take the field as this Giants starting quarterback uh, wow. in quarter three. Yeah. Yeah. Giants um sign him to a to a one day deal. And he's gonna be back. He's gonna be back, and when we're losing at halftime, he's gonna come back and and he's he's gonna pull out the win against Tom Brady, his son as he's done numerous times in the past that we all know about. That's a little Giants history for you.
0: Oh yeah. yeah. Just in case you didn't know, (laughs) just in case you didn't know, Eli Manning has been successful against Tom Brady. I have gained a newfound appreciation for Eli Manning this week because snacks. I'm legitimately afraid Daniel Jones is going to die. Disagree.
1: Disagree. Big disagree. I think we win. 24-21. Twenty four twenty one, wow, good for you. Just
0: saying. good for you. Um, the Bucks haven't had as good as of a defense that they have right now, probably since two thousand three. And luckily, there's been some matchups that we have pre selected today. There hasn't been a ton of times that we've played the Bucks. Snacks, what are what are some games? You don't have to tell us the whole exactly what happened in the games that didn't make the cut, but what were some games that you were looking at maybe early mid two thousands that didn't like giants bucks that didn't make the cut. Cause there were yeah. some nasty ones that you, that you were telling me about. Oh, there
1: was some brutal ones. There was, um, Well, I, I, I want to point out one. I, I was trying to find one from like pre when we were really like relevant and alive and breathing. Um, so I went back to like before Colin or I was hoping to find one with, with, with Kerry Collins and um, there was none with, him, or there was, but it was a loss. So we don't talk about that, but there was one from 99. It was seventeen thirteen, 13. And, and, um, uh, what's his name? Um, Christ Kent Graham. Kent Graham, Kent Graham, dude, he went 12 for 24 for 91 yards.
0: Oh, great.
1: Gross. Trent Dilfer the, was the uh... Bucs quarterback.
0: How did the man that goes unspoken slash we don't say his name on this podcast, how did he do?
1: Hey, you know what's funny? He
0: didn't play. Oh.
1: He does not show up in the stat sheet. So I assume he was drafted, what, 99, right? So he was probably a rookie that year. Yeah, whatever. He sucked. He sucks. He really does. There was one in um. There was one in 2006, another really boring game. It was 17-3. Um, that was like Bruce Gradkowski uh was quarterbacking for the Bucks and and Eli you know he did his 16 for 31 154 yards and a touchdown didn't do much oh god uh yeah so um player not to be named 68 yards on the ground um Jacobs had 41 there was just just not much of of anything in in 2006 um
0: now granted here, here's a little here's a little something about the whole Eli Hall of Fame thing, okay. I'm listening. First ballot. We've only, we've only, yes, yes. We've only, <laughs> obviously, have done this for the second game this year. Going, going back and looking at previous games, and specifically, we're we're not going back. And we're not talking about, you know, the, the game that Lawrence Taylor had 17 sacks against the worst team of all time in the Tampa Bay Buccaneers in like the 70s and the 80s. We're mm-hmm. not we're not going back. We, we will. We wish that we were doing that. But this season, we're not. We're just going back Correct. to the games that we can remember um, and that we can just easily readily talk about without doing much prep. But this is now the second week in a row where we've looked at Eli Manning, a few matchups against a certain team. And. There have been multiple matchups where you look back and it's like, oh, Eli Eli didn't really put up like a ton of yards, a ton of attempts, a ton of completions, etc. So a lot of people want to use the whole narrative of, oh, well, it's irrelevant to look at Eli Manning's passing yards and his touchdown rankings simply because he was in an era where you're throwing the ball a hell of a lot more than you were in the 90s, the 80s, the 70s, etc. But I don't know snacks. We have this is two weeks now, where we've seen previous Eli games that have resulted in wins, and it wasn't necessarily just oh Eli put up three hundred yards and thirty five passing attempts, and that's why they won. So hey, because it's crazy to think about even just how much the game was different in two thousand eight to two thousand twenty. It it really is crazy when you look at the box
1: scores. Oh, I know. And that's what—that's like why I was saying, you know, with the Kent Graham in the in the game in 06 or, or whenever it was, that the, the box was just so ugly. Like, there's nothing that sticks out. So I wasn't going to put one of those slapdick games in there. Um, oh, I like that. Slap dick games. Nice. Okay. Yeah, no, that was pretty good. Um, I don't know where that came from. But um, yeah, no, it, the, the revolution or the evolution of the game and what we see today as opposed to a, a time in 08 is ridiculous just my two cents because the first game I think we're going to talk about and I I don't know if you, you were going on you were going here with this um but but did you check Eli's did you check Eli's numbers for this game?
0: Yeah. Yep.
1: This was I, I feel like this sums this is the game. This sums it up. Right here. Go ahead. Go ahead.
0: So the game that you're referring to. Yeah, huh. Forty-one thirty-four, September sixteenth, two thousand twelve. Start time one o three.
1: Very important to note.
0: Tom Coffin, head coach, Greg Schiano, mm-hmm. New Jersey's own. That's right. Rutgers, prime, Rutgers football. Rutgers football's back. You see that? You see that fucking crazy like that ended uh, up r- that ended a game. Yeah. Play. Oh yeah. my
1: gosh. They should I, have they, counted it. I for real. Like, what are you doing, taking a look at that and overturning it? But whatever, Rutgers. Um, I really wanted them to beat Indiana. That would have been a nice statement. But they're, they they're on the have, right they track. They
0: wouldn't have won. They wouldn't no, have won no. if they scored the touchdown. No, no, no. I know. They, they, they would have covered the spread though. Score. Right. Oh boy. Yeah. If you're if you're if you're betting on. Uh, if you're into that, if, yeah. If, if you're betting on uh, college kids who don't even, you know, make get money paid. themselves. Uh-huh. They get paid themselves. Yeah. <laughs> um, but this And game if you're betting 41, Rutgers, 34. you
1: probably got some some loose bolts in your head anyway. But go ahead.
0: Yeah. but This game was uh, 30, uh, 41-34 was the final score. Giants were down 24-13 to 13 at the end of the half. Eli Manning threw three first-half interceptions. Were you at this game?
1: Uh, no, I was not. I was.
0: Were you? So you remember yes. this pretty vividly. I remember the second half and the end of the game pretty vividly. I think I blocked out the first half nightmare. It's
1: probably a good idea. Probably a good idea. So, yes, this was um, quite the roller coaster of a ride, to say the least. And I'm looking at this, I'm sorry, real quick. In the first quarter, um, Lawrence Tynes, 24-yard field goal. I would love to know. I would love to know. What was it? Fourth and one, where we decide a twenty-four yard three-point field goal is better than trying to go for it. I, that yeah, just annoyed, uh, that it, just annoyed me.
0: Yeah, because uh, I think what you're ten yards from the from the end zone to the goal posts. Correct. Seventeen yards. So I, I think we might have been on the seven yard. The
1: line. The seven yard line. So you. So it's it's it's, it's goal. Well, no, I guess not.
0: If it's if it's fourth and goal from the seven yard line, fine. I yes, mean, I, I get mean, it. hey, I mean, no, hey, I would, I would love your, I would love to hear your, your radical analytics take of, hey, you know what? I don't give a fuck if it's fourth and goal from the seven yard line. You fucking go for it. There, there, there's like a good argument to be made that you would rather go for it and rather have the ball on the seven yard line in a goal to goal situation than the two yard line because then the field will yeah, more. The playbooks open
1: more. Yep, yep. That's right, for sure. Right, right, that's for sure.
0: Um, I would hate to be like in, in the Giants glory days, I would have hate to be like the analytics guy that I am right now. Cause I don't think it, it would definitely not be as enjoyable. Oh, hell no. Oh, you wouldn't drive yourself been. nuts. It wouldn't have been. I mean, 2011 would have been really fun. Just watching Eli sling it and then come back in the fourth quarter and just be like, look at how fucking good Eli is. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Giants <laughs> be lose.
1: Giants be losing. They were losing every game. And then of course he comes in. Now, oh man. Can we just real quick, real quick. It's so funny to me. It's like, that 2011 season, you knew when they were losing. Like, you just, oh, okay, when are we coming
0: back? There was no hesitation.
1: Crazy. Crazy.
0: Eli got the ball back in a two-minute situation. All right. Cool. Let's do it.
1: Yeah. yeah. All right. Game on. Now you're all in big, big trouble. Uh-huh. Yeah. But that's 2011. This is It would
0: have. It would have been a whole let Eli Cook movement. I'm pretty damn sure. Yeah. You know cuz uh, you know odds are cuz you can Russell Wilson was doing the same thing uh, this is going to be wild. I re- this is really a Giants a Giants take and if there's anybody that's just an NFL fan that's listening to this, I'm sorry for this statement that I'm about to say. But Do it. Again, Giants homer statement. Do it. Russell Wilson in previous years, you know, 2019, 2018, not necessarily this year, because they've just they've let Russell Wilson just rock and roll this year, you know, in terms of second and long, n- over 90% of the time they're throwing it. Like, that's bananas, and they should, as they should. But in years past, Russell Wilson and the way the Seahawks were holding him back, you can make an argument, was just like 2011 Eli Manning, where all Russell Wilson had to do as, you know, over the years, because the Seahawks, they would be behind in games constantly by multiple scores, and then what would Russell Wilson have to do? Come back in games, come back in games, come back in mm-hmm. games. And that's exactly what 2011 was for Eli. Isn't that crazy?
1: Ridiculous. And he did he did just that. I mean, obviously not the same player because Russell Wilson could you know use his feet and move around. But even with a trash bag offensive line in front of him, Eli did that same exact thing. Did that same exact thing.
0: And he did it and he did it in this game in, in 2012 against the Bucks.
1: which what was the what was the halftime score?
0: The halftime score was 24 to 13. Only one offensive touchdown mm-hmm. in that which happened in the second quarter. And it was from a Hakeem next 23 yard pass from Eli Manning. Probably one of those just Hakeem Nix run, runs a, a 20 yard fade to the back of the end zone and he uses those big hands to just moss a dude. That's what I'm that's what I'm thinking how that uh-huh.
1: would uh-huh. on the top of my head. Yeah. Um well listen, like you said, you you blacked out the first half. So obviously um you don't remember anything that happened in the first half because that's usually what happens when you black out. Did you know that?
0: Yeah. Uh, I, I haven't haven't been in that situation often. You know who scored the game winning touchdown?
1: Yeah, your favorite giant of all time.
0: I have a jersey of his. Which is ridiculous. I'm going to get an Orleans Starquad jersey next. Why?
1: He hasn't been on the team in three years.
0: He's my favorite 2-6. That's why.
1: Well, that's a good point. I hate the current
0: 2-6. Yeah. No, I I shouldn't say that. And I'm sorry. I love the current 2-6. I love him. I love him, too.
1: Great kid. Great ball player. Terrible pick.
0: Um, but we don't get into that, although Victor that is Cruz technically had a big 80-yard touchdown. So, Victor Cruz and Hakeem Nix were basically the team. Uh, 10 catches for Hakeem Nix, 199 yards. Just couldn't get that extra yard, could you? 11 catches, <laughs> 179 yards. Both had a touchdown. Uh, Hakeem Nix had a long of 50 yards uh, for one of his his catches. Victor Cruz had an 80-yard touchdown in the fourth quarter. Do you remember what the 80-yard touchdown looked like?
1: Um, I think it just throw it over the top over, the top, over, over the, top the top of safety top. yeah it wasn't like a like a like a screen and then Cruz went with it but um he, he threw it over see the top. isn't that, almost, isn't that how it's supposed
0: to work where oh isn't you would that how think, it's yeah. supposed to work where routes routes are playing off of each other so you have a safety that comes down into the box because you have uh, a guy that's running a screen and then you have maybe a wheel route over the top that's pulling whatever corner you know that that that's routes playing off of each other Jason and Garrett um yeah <laughs> So Jason Garrett does right. listen to this, by the way. So, yeah, I'm sure. Well, yeah, he does. Um, I know. Th- he does. Actually, he was. Uh, he dressed up uh, for <laughs> our, for Halloween as himself, and set you up for that one. we. Uh, I posted the video on Halloween that um, uh-huh. I was Dave Guttleman. Jason Garrett was Jason Garrett, and we did a video together. How it was very nice of him. Yeah, yeah.
1: I really. I set you up for that one, didn't I?
0: Very, very, very nice of him. So that's, that's 2012. Eli Manning (laughs) was Eli Manning. Uh, Um, And and this week, and this week I've grown a more of a greater appreciation for Eli Manning.
1: Oh, good. It's about time. Nothing to say.
0: Nothing to say. Nothing to say. What's up next?
1: Uh, What do we got next? Okay. Why don't we go? Why don't we go to a play? You want to talk about a playoff game?
0: Let's talk about a playoff game.
1: (laughs) Let's talk about a playoff game um, because we haven't seen one of those in a very long time. Uh, let's go to January 5th, 2008, and as you people may know, um, 2008 was the, uh, the year we, we, you know, the, the Patriots, they had like that 18-game winning streak or something. Um, it was that Super Bowl. I don't know if you remember, Justin. Um, but that was it. This game was not not flashy, not exciting, uh, but it kind of just was kind of like the formula for for the Giants team that year, so to say. Uh, Eli, no mistakes. You know he was efficient. Twenty twenty seventeen. Um, by the way, this is the wild card game. Um, Giants won 24-14 in Tampa. This was John Gruden's last game as Bucks coach. Uh, like I said, there really wasn't many fireworks, but um, you know, hundred yards on the ground from Jacobs and Bradshaw. Um, there wasn't much from Eli. Jeff Garcia. Jeff Garcia was the Bucks quarterback. Did you? Did you remember that? I yes. totally forgot about
0: that. He yes. was a giant. He
1: was a Giants killer when uh, in Philly and in um, that wild card game in two thousand two with San Fran.
0: San Fran, yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: But yeah, nothing crazy here. Um, Jacobs, you know, he had actually. Wow, Jacobs! Jacobs caught a pass for a touchdown. Wow.
0: Yeah. Oh,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. And,
0: and I was gonna say the, the running game, you know, because I'm a I'm a analytics guy, and you know, you could say that the Giants, the Giants offense, you know, they had they had 100 yards, but still the running game wasn't all that great. It, it wasn't. No, like, it wasn't. They, they, was they weren't extremely efficient. You know, Jacobs was 17 carries, 66 yards. Uh, um, yes. Uh, no, I'm sorry. Bradshaw was 17 carries for 66 yards. Jacobs was 13 carries for 34. So that's Jacobs was definitely not efficient. But Eli was, and you said it Eli was extremely efficient. And this was a game mm-hmm. that Eli really needed. In yes. the playoffs. Oh, yeah. You know,
1: Big time. Because really needed. You know, go ahead. I'm sorry. Go yeah. ahead.
0: No, because I'm even thinking of of previous playoff appearances. You We're know, in 06, 05, especially 05 against the Panthers. Felt like it was ever How many times against. Did we. I think we had multiple collapses in the playoffs against the Panthers. In Eli's career could be just that one but it really scarred me
1: uh yeah no it was just that one um it was just lost, that one they or I felt lost like it was they two. lost 23 nothing in 2005 his worst uh or his first year as a starter they won the division they lost like i think it was like 23 nothing and they were playing guys literally signed off the street that week they had everybody and their mother was fucking injured that week yeah so
0: and then what about 06 what happened in the the next Philly. year when we beat Washington oh and that was the yeah that was uh we were a eight and 8 collapse
1: yeah we, we were eight and eight and um I think it was like we lost uh lost by three points played them tough um that was that eight and eight team is a lot better than than their record in my opinion um but you know Quentin scumbag uh, number 21 had to decide mid-year that he wants to announce his retirement and put the focus on him and the distraction and everything so we uh, we fell short to Philly there so you're right this was a very big playoff game for Eli he was in the yeah. playoffs two years prior to that um number one overall pick you traded the world to get him so that third playoff game on the road, that's a thats a big deal. And, you know, he was efficient, did exactly what he had to do.
0: Toomer went seven for seven for 74 yards. He had a, oh, I think he had like a signature toe tap touchdown in the right corner of the end zone as well. Uh-huh. I'm sure. So Toomer was automatic. Toomer was, was very underrated throughout that entire playoff run because he, was. he had he was. a huge play in Dallas.
1: Mm-hmm. Broke that and tackle and the sprung it. Yep.
0: Yep. At the, that left sideline, then the huge game that he had here with the touchdown. So,
1: and little, and in Green a Bay, Monty Tumer love. And in Green Bay, I'm pretty sure it was a third down, in the NFC Championship game. It led to points where he toe tapped on the sideline, like full extension dive and toe tap. Um, just pointing that out there.
0: There you go. Look at that. Look at that. Look, Monty look, 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 look love. at love. Look at us. And I in the defense have a noteworthy game. Nah, you get I, a sack. I, I, Strahan got a sack and. That's about it. Any three QB hits by straight too. Fred oh, Robinson, you, lo- you love
1: QB hits. That's right.
0: Yeah, well, well they they can make they make a significant. Oh, yeah, fucking Leonard Williams. Mm-hmm. That was a little nod to Leonard Williams. That's um, right. Hey, Fred, Fred Robinson, Barry Cofield both had a quarterback hit. So you know, there those you go. are two of
1: my favorite players
0: ever. Yes, that's why I brought him up. Uh huh. I know. I so got don't you. be don't be sleeping on the. Don't be sleeping on the QB hits that OC had a two QB hits as well. Yeah, okay. Um, Kawika Mitchell. Oh,
1: uh, I loved him. Good.
0: Jay, Jay Alford and Dave Tollison. Dave Tollison is a friend of the program. We're going to have him on this off season. I will say that 100%. We're going to have Dave Tollison on. He'll, he'll definitely love to do this. Oh um, yeah. He,
1: he's a big, big Giants history guy. So that actually works he's,
0: out. He's a big giant history guy. He's a big Giants history guy. Yeah, <laughs> So yeah, so more so, game to go to.
1: Yes. So there's not much, um, nothing nothing crazy from this game. But it was Eli's first playoff win and um, probably the most meaningful Giants-Bucks game in terms of, like, game importance. Uh, so I had to put it in there. By the way, I just real quick, um, I just want to go back to the first game um, from 2012. That game, if you guys remember, was Tom Coffin wanted to murder Greg Chiano because oh. the last... We, we, we didn't talk about that, yeah. And it just—I can't believe me. I forgot it. No, it's okay. It's all good. So I just—I just say it real quick. So obviously the Giants, they—you know—they went up, and they were in victory formation. And obviously you just take a knee. The defense is done. Whatever the defense was going at Eli's legs, like with a second left in the game, they didn't do it once. They did it twice. So that was that was pretty ridiculous. You don't see that in the NFL. Like they teams just don't do that. And Shiano had his players go at the bottom of his feet to try and get that ball out. So, um, screw Gray Shiano. But very happy he's back at Rutgers. Okay.
0: Tom Coughlin.
1: He wanted to kill
0: him. And I loved every second of it.
1: Oh, yeah, absolutely. Shiano deserved to get killed. Anyway. What do I know, though? Nothing. Well, that wasn't. Very nice, but
0: okay. oh, great games these quarterbacks are having tonight on this Sunday night football. Uh, yeah. Uh, Danucci, though, Italian, great, stallion, great games. I mean, Italian's down. Danucci has a solid of uh, like 50% completion percentage with like in 14 plays. Looks like Dallas defense Both, is
1: showing up, though.
0: The estimated QBR, which usually the QB this, this QBR, I'm pretty sure that because I follow again, I follow analytic, I'm very analytic, very analytical tonight. Um, this is like the one that's out of like a hundred, not out of 158.3. So it's harder to be good, but still when you have numbers this low, it's pretty atrocious 17 and a half for Carson Wentz and 15 and a half for, uh, Ben DiNucci. So really, really great quarterback play we're seeing tonight. And the crazy thing is, is Carson Wentz has arguably been the much worse quarterback tonight, but his numbers are slightly better. We have one more game to talk about snacks and the quarterback play in this game was exquisite.
1: Mm-hmm you want to bring it up?
0: No, you go. I've been talking too much.
1: No, you haven't. You haven't been talking enough. Um, So let's go back to last year. And it was week three, September 22nd, 2019. And it was the kids' first start. It was Daniel Jones' first start. Giants were 0-2. Shermer and the Giants pulled the plug on Eli. And they went to Daniel Jones. And boy, honestly, over the last like five years, that's, this is probably my favorite game. Just like the roller coaster that it was, we were down 28, 10 at half, you know, Jones was looking, he was looking okay. It wasn't, you know, he wasn't doing anything crazy. Um, but it was nice to see that, that we had a quarterback that could, that could run a little bit because that, that was a, that was a sight for our eyes. Cause we've never seen that before. Um, but he didn't he didn't do too much. He had you know he had the, the seven yard rushing touchdown in the first half. But 28-10, you're thinking, okay, this game's over. Janoris Jenkins was getting beat like a rag doll by Mike Evans all game long. Mike Evans, do you want to hear what Mike Evans' stat line was? Yes. Eight receptions, 190 yards for three touchdowns. Mm. Jenkins got destroyed. Destroyed. By Mike Evans. Anyway, I digress. Um, this game also happened to be Saquon Barkley. He had uh, high ankle sprain this game. People forget about that. And after we won, he was on the crutches and coming in and celebrating everything. But this was Danny Dimes' show. This is his coming-out party. Um, Giants explode in the second half. I think the first drive, they went down the field. Um, he hits Evan Ingram for that 70-yard pass, 75-yard pass, and he goes down the sidelines. Um, I remember Darius Slayton with a great block. Um, then he threw a beautiful ball, beautiful ball to uh, Sterling Shepard after a beautiful ball to Darius Slayton. And the end of the game, the end of the game, fourth and five, Danny Dimes, he sees that wide open lane up the middle and he rushes for, I, I believe it was, um, what was it like, 12 yards? Seven, seven yard run. Seven yard run up the middle on fourth and five. And when you see a quarterback take off on fourth and five, I, I'm freaking out because it's the game. The game's in their hands. But and, of course, in typical Giants fashion, uh, they leave the Bucks with too much time and Jenkins gets burnt deep again. They set the Bucks up for an easy chip shot, like 33-yard field goal, whatever the hell it was, and they missed it. To this day, I don't know how he missed it. He did miss an extra point, but, like, before that. But are you kidding me? It's crazy. And for just one week, we had glimpses of hope. And then we know how the rest of the season went. But anyway, so um, you
0: know know how you know how you know, and this quickly, you know, it. it, Um, what am I trying to say? Funny how things quickly change. Funny how things quickly change. You know, everybody's so excited about Herbert. You know, people so are so excited about Burrow. You know, people are so excited about Tua. You know, I know Tua didn't really Tua contributed zero percent to his team. He did nothing today. today. Yeah, but. Still, you know, people are so excited for those guys because they're – well, Burrow just got a second one. Herbert's not even winning. But people are just genuinely excited of them because of their performance. And now a lot of people on Giants Twitter are, you know, either being pessimistic and saying, oh, look at these quarterbacks because they're just impassive watching the other teams and because we're envious of some other situations. Or they're being hypercritical of everything, and you know, I, frankly, the the position that I'm on when I'm watching just other football teams in general right now, I'm trying to just enjoy football. I'm not trying to watch other teams to nitpick and then compare to the Giants situation, which I know it can be very tough to do mm. if you spend so much time watching the Giants. And I'm you know high key low key talking about my co-host Bobby Skinner right now. <laughs> it's it's so tough to when you have. So many people in your mentions and, you know, so many conversations that you're having either with your friends or with people online about how bad the giants are. And you, maybe you're trying to defend some things. It's so tough to just watch other, other games and be happy with it. But for that one game and that one week, snacks. we were, we were those other fan bases, or at least we were those other fan bases in giants, Twitter's minds. Cause I don't know how Chargers fans feel about Herbert. You know, they 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 probably are getting a little frustrated that, that they keep on fucking choking games. I don't know how Bengals fans feel about Burrow. They should be very excited about Burrow. They should Burrow be very is, excited, yes. Burrow is putting up some very awesome, like, un- underrated, like, good little analytical numbers and trends that you like to say. But my whole point is, is that for that one week, we had all the hope in the world that oh, – You know, this is the guy. (laughs) We gotta win, and we're moving forward. So that—that's all. All that being said, that was the one week that we had the largest amount of hope. Because even though we won against Washington the next week, there the level of excitement we had has not been matched since. No,
1: not even remotely close. It was through the roof, and obviously everybody ripped the Giants for for taking Daniel Jones at six. So the fact that he came out there like that and performed the way he did was just was just such a great thing to see. And um you're right. That excitement was absurd. I, I I'm telling you, I haven't screeched like that in in a long time.
0: Long time.
1: Um when I watched him take off on that fourth and five, I was I was in awe. I really was. I was like no fucking way. And then, you know, I, as I said in typical Giants fashion, they just decide to try and give the game away because June West Jennings is a piece of shit and I fucking hit him. Um
0: That didn't yeah. happen. We're, we're not going to acknowledge that part of the game.
1: No, you know we're not. This was this we was won outright. all we we right. You're correct. This was all Danny Dimes and I was so happy for him. Um and the hug too at the end with like him and Eli was was pretty special. So oh yeah. Um just a cool moment, a really cool game, a fun game, like very exciting back and forth yeah.
0: game. Um so David and I watched it together you did i uh i i, I uh, cooked up some unhealthy snacks in the crock pot uh it was, it was basically a, a hash brown casserole with 17 million different types of cheeses and ranch seasoning and bacon and uh, it, it was it was it was a heart attack waiting to happen Kinda and that, though. we were live on periscope when matt gay missed the field goal the obscenities that we said was not appropriate, but it, it's still, it's probably one of my, it's probably my favorite video that I've, that we've ever done that, that I've ever done. Cause I think David was holding the camera and then, you know, we, we were just celebrating together. We were hugging. Oh my, it was, it, it was wild. <laughs> Going back and forth yeah, smiling. Dude,
1: yeah, you're smiling, smiling just, just reminis- reminiscing about it. Right. Yeah. <sighs> it's, it's very, it's very, uh, it's very good. Um, that was a fun game. I think you guys live streamed that last drive,
0: didn't you? We did. We were we were live throughout that entire thing. That's right.
1: I, I think I remember checking in for a minute. Huh. It's funny. Yeah. What are you gonna do now? We suck dick. And oh, yep. sorry. That's not. Oh. Nope. Nope.
0: Bad D word.
1: Yeah, that was that was bad. I know you didn't want to really edit. I'm sorry. That was bad.
0: No, nah, I'm I, hey. I don't care on this podcast. Yeah, I just
1: care. just let it stay. It's fine. I, I apologize. So for anybody that wants to know what I apologize for, it's that I apologize
0: for saying that. That was right. a loose. We're, we're halfway. We're halfway through the regular season. I'm sorry. I just cut you off. We're halfway no, through please. the No, please. I'm glad you did. <laughs> <laughs> we're we're officially well eight games in you know 17 weeks whatever the fucking shit you know we're we're halfway through the season um that means that we're halfway there to bleeding blue becoming a much more fun podcast and honestly i am i'm gonna miss giants football when it's gone but i'm very excited to get back into this and get back into what really makes this show really good and you know giants history and the stories and we'll try to get some more interviews and this, this is going to be the type of interviews that are going to be most fun because we're going to have people come on and talk like solely happy things. And, you know, yeah, we're going to use people for their knowledge, but I feel like it's everything that people like to talk about. Like we may, you know, we may try to get Patricia Trania on. And because she wrote her book about the big 50, about the men, the moments and the stories of the giants, it's a perfect thing for this. That may not happen. That probably won't happen because she she flakes out on a lot of things. But we'll try to make it happen. Dave Tolleson, I mean, you know him coming on just talking stories of the Super Bowl teams. It, you know, this is this is going to be a fun off season. And I'm honestly bleeding blue is what is making me excited for the off right now. Goddamn so, right,
1: baby. Goddamn right. I cannot wait. And I will say, just on a personal level, I um, the all listen, you Bobby, you guys are killing talking Giants. It's been a rough patch this season. Or whatever, we are going to dominate this offseason. And my ultimate goal, I know this is like really shooting for the moon. Um, Not at all. That's not what I mean. I'm being a little sarcastic. But I really want Brandon Jacobs to get on this, on this podcast. I know we talked about it and you said. Uh, I won't repeat what you said. Maybe it was, maybe be a little boring or something. No, that's the guy. I want Jacobs to talk giant football with us.
0: Maybe we make a list. All right, fine. That could be a good snacks pantry. Okay, okay. That could be a good snacks pantry uh, segment. If you don't know what snacks pantry is, you'll find out soon. Hopefully, yes, you will. But um, if if and if you're and if you're a listener, of fade the public or any other of Snacks' shows, you definitely know what this is. But snacks pantry, that could be a good category for players, people. Within giant, like giant-centered people, doesn't even have to just be players. Mm -hmm. People that you would love to interview. So this is even like including like Vince Lombardi. Vince Lombardi was was an offense coordinator for the Giants, he he counts.
1: He was there. He was there. This is a good point. Um. Okay, I like that. That's a good idea. I like that a lot.
0: All right, (laughs) we have we have a few we have a few different ones lined up. All right, snacks. Let's get out of here. Um, Yes, Giants playing tonight um I love you too. um You think the Giants are going to win? You know the Giants are going to win. I know they're going uh, to I, yes. I know there's going to be blood. There may even be COVID sprinkled in there too. Um, <laughs> imagine you just—you could see blood, but you also oh, <laughs> there's COVID. Um, that's, you see, you, you see are, the COVID. You are a spread.
1: ridiculous asshole. <laughs> All
0: right, goodbye. Go Giants. Uh, you'll see us whenever. That's yeah, that's that's we'll my promise. We'll, we'll see you soon.
1: Every game you play Every night you stay I'll be watching you Oh, can't you see You belong to me I'm a poor,
0: heartache, aches But every step you take